is a Bramble Jam podcast. Hi, I'm Bran, and I'm loving Leia and Hallmark Hall of Fame movies. Hey, I'm Panda, and I like Hallmark Hall of Fame movies. I'm Dan, and I despise Hallmark Hall of Fame movies, and this, this is, is the Deck, Deck the Hallmark, Hallmark podcast. podcast. How's your moment? I don't get them. You know, uh, this is good. Did I hear it? (laughs) Yeah, you got it. All right. Panda, just do a point. This is your moment. Yeah. There you are. You cannot do a point without a full Magoo smile. You you can't just go. You're like. Give it it another go. (laughs) I want want you. Um, Hi, everybody. Welcome to the uh, what we are calling the deck the Hallmark podcast. I I don't understand that. What do you mean? It's just that's what it's called. You don't have to say what we are calling. We're in this building called the studio. No, I'm with Brandon on this one. That yeah. is what we're calling. Of course. Uh, yes, it's called that. Why? Because oh we're, we're calling, calling it, it that. that. I don't yeah. know how much yeah, yeah, yeah. easier I can make it for no, you. No, you really um, you spelled it out. A Thanks. couple of things really quickly. Um, I think as I reflect um, on what we've done so far, the thing that I am most proud of <laughs> is that we get to do this week after week and come together. And just have fun. Wow. Okay. That's weird, man. It's what? just like we you, you started off in the train left the station and you just had nowhere to go. I didn't. I'm not proud of this at all. And so I had to go. <laughs> no, you, you were coming up with it as yeah. you went. And which means that it just doesn't feel very meaningful. That's right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, the thing that I when I reflect on this, the thing that I'm most proud of is the fact that I want to know how your weekends oh, were. Oh my god. Uh, Dan, how was your weekend, buddy? It's great. Wonderful Mother's Day. Ate some great food. Hung yeah. out with the fam. Yeah, it's great. Great Panda. Weekend. It was solid. Uh, had some good times. Had a couple bad times. Really? Bad times. Happened. Oh, no. You know, just things that happened. So. Oh, I'm sorry. No, but it was okay. Okay. I ran out of uh, chocolate cinnamon uh, toast crunch. Chocolate, chocolate cinnamon. cinnamon toast crunch is a thing. Or yeah, yeah. Chocolate, wow. Chocolate I'm not cinnamon. a cereal boy, but that could change my mind. It is delicious. A little milk on there. Oh, a little chocolate cinnamon oh, milk. Let me tell you something, the Dan. Bottom of the Maybe bowl? we should save it for the big three. But that is my go-to cereal. Mm. Mm. The big three uh, is, is a Patreon. Patreon. Episode. Yeah, if you're yeah. doing the Patreon.com/slash Deck the Hallmark, um, you are going to uh, get something called the Big Three every month. We talk about three things that we're totally digging right now. Um, this month, um, we, we uh, as we do from time to time here. At the Bramble Jam Podcast Network, we like to pilot out new podcasts. That's right. Uh, this week, new pilots. The, the, the Patreon community is getting a couple new pilots. One is coming out this week, and I just want to tease it. Oh my god, this is so. You pitched this to me. I just want to tease, and it. you couldn't stop yeah. laughing pitching it. And it's wanted, not. No one's going to find this as funny as you do, and eventually I did. Yeah. I was won over by the sheer yeah. exuberance of this man. I'm just letting you know. I just. I'm just going to give you the name. What's that sound? <laughs> That's it. Can I say this? Yeah. I love this idea. Yeah, yeah you do. Um, it's the best so idea I've ever heard. Very excited about that. Patreon.com slash check the homework if you want some bonus apps. Uh, we did some uh, quarantine stuff last month. We've done bad movies. We've done a bunch of other stuff. So you have a, a, almost a, an entire, you have a, a year of bonus content that you can listen to if you join right now. Patreon.com slash I mean, come on. The yeah, hallmark. there's like almost 50 episodes of bonus, bonus content. Wow. Almost like, too much. Man, I'm, I wish I binged all the deck to Hallmark and I'm sad because I have no more to binge. You got 50 
see more. It's right. patreon.com slash That's talk. right. And of course, we got to give a shout out to our friends over at Friendly TV. Oh, the best. Where you can watch this program. You can also watch our program, History or His Story, uh, by going to the On Demand section. And you're not just going to be able to watch us. You're going to be able to watch all three Hallmark channels, including Hallmark Drama, which is where a lot of these Hall of Fame movies play throughout the year. So mm. if you want some older um, uh, movies from Hallmark Channel, Hallmark Drama is where it's at. And you can watch that on Friendly TV. Go to FriendlyTV.com slash DTH for a free trial today. Hey, you guys ready to do this thing? Let's oh, do it. Um, it, is, it is Hall of Fame month. We are at uh, movie number two. This was the second best Hall of Fame movie as voted on by you, the fans. Mm. We're taking a week off next week because there's a new movie coming out right. about training your husband. And then we'll be back the following number Tuesday one. with number one. Right. Um, but let's do this. Loving Leia originally aired on January 25th, 2009. 2009! And it went a little something <laughs> like this. The movie kicks off with a hardworking doctor named Jake. He works so hard he even dreams about rabbis. Uh, that rabbi is his brother, but still, it, it happened. Um, it turns out that his brother just died. He gets a call, and he shows up at the funeral. His brother was married to a girl named Leia. Later that day, Jake goes up on the roof to get some air, and Leia is there. She tells him that his brother wanted uh, him in his life, and Jake says, everything I did was too sinful for my brother. Couldn't be around me. I couldn't be around him. It just didn't work out. They then find out that it is customary for a childless widow to marry the unmarried brother of the deceased. So that means that Jake and Leia are to be married. How do you get out of this? Um, you, you wait, I believe, three months to see if she's pregnant. If she's not, then you can be released. Is that uh, how? Yeah, there's you, a ceremony. There's a yeah. ceremony. That's that. Um, so it happens. They wait the three months. They get to the ceremony. And right before it gets finalized that they're not going to get married, he uh, sees that she's wearing a necklace that his brother also gave to him when they were kids. He can't go through it. He needs to actually do something for his brother. And so he can't for the rest of his life know that he ignored his brother. And so she's like, well, listen, uh, would you mind if I went to college? And he's like, no, I wouldn't mind if I went to college. Would you mind if I had a girlfriend? And she's like, I guess not. Uh, and so they move in with each other. They, they're married. Uh, he tells his girlfriend, hey, uh, I got married over the weekend. Surprisingly, does not go well. Uh, he's able to convince her to stay with him, though, um, because, you know, he'd spend money on jewelry and stuff. Um, she needs to take the SAT in order to get into school, and so she starts taking a class, uh, helping her study for the SAT. He's all busy working and swimming and doing stuff like that. And that doesn't, but that doesn't stop Leia from cooking meals for him. He just, she just wants to to do things and, and cook meals. Um, and so she's out um, for worship one one uh, one week, and Jake doesn't know where she's at. It's for uh, like twenty four hours. Yep, twenty four hours go by, no idea where she is. She walks in, he's freaking out, and he's like, "Where are you at? You gotta tell me where you at." And she's like, "I don't gotta tell you anything. You don't tell me where you're going, and I make food." And, and he's like, I never asked you to make me food. And so then they go and, and they eat food together, uh, kind of as a, a date. They make up. <clears throat> and then they go swimming together. They're really starting to get along. Uh, but then he takes his girlfriend to Jamaica, and Leia uh, gets sad, except... He ends up not taking her to Jamaica because something comes up. 
she gets a call from her mom saying, hey, I'm coming to visit. And so she's like, listen, you don't have to stay. You can go on your trip, but I need you to help me make your house seem like a home. And so he goes and they buy a bunch of furniture and stuff. And he's like, listen, I'm, I'm not going on this trip. I'm going to be here. They end up buying a ring. They're really going all in on this. And so mom comes and it's just one awkward moment after another. They then end up having to sleep in the same room together and then the same bed together. It's crazy times over here in 2009. Uh, The next day, her mom tells her that this man is not right for you. He's not religious. He's not a good man. uh, And you need to come home right now. And Leia's like, this is my home now. I love this house. So she agrees to go to a party with Jake. Uh, It's a work thing. And she wears her real hair, which is a big deal. Uh, His old girlfriend is there and no one cares about her. Um, Carol. Carol. Uh, He's dancing uh, with Leia and they go back to the house and they make out hard. Uh, It's time for the SATs. She (laughs) She does it. And uh, I think she's going to crush it. Uh, And then they're sleeping in the same bed together. They're kissing all the time. It's really happening. But then he starts to get all weird when the topic of the unveiling of his brother's gravesite happens. It happens a year after the death. um, And he starts to feel guilty for falling in love with his brother's wife. Uh, he asks her if uh, she loved his brother, and she's like, "Listen, it was uh, wasn't set up that way. It was uh, she doesn't handle the situation well." And he storms out, and so Leia decides it's best if she moves back home to Brooklyn. And her mom is like, "Listen, this isn't your home anymore. You love him. He loves you. Everything I said back earlier in the uh, earlier movie. No, go love him." Uh, and so she decides to go find him, and he. Shows up first and he brings her test scores. She did great. And then he says, Listen, Ben left me the best gift ever. That gift is you. Uh, I want to marry you. And she's like, We're already married. And he's like, Well, I want to do it for all the right reasons. Gives her a ring back. They kiss. They go to the unveiling and they place the necklaces that their brother gave, that his brother gave them on the gym. And they did it. And that, my friends, was loving Leia. I pressed the button a little too early. The music was speeding up. I couldn't hear any of that. Yeah. I was out on all that. I just chimed in with the, the title. No, I appreciate it. Hey, we did it. We did do it. We did do it. Um, We're going to talk about Loving Leia via four different segments. We're going to get to those. But first, got to take a quick break uh, and hear from our sponsors. We'll be right back after this. You know, the thing nobody wants to talk about is dying. And I understand that. Nobody wants to die. I don't. Having said that, my wife and I, about six months ago, just completed our will and trust and power of attorney and all that stuff for my boys. My twin boys are about four years old. And here's the thing. We didn't want to do it, but I'm glad we did it because it makes me feel a lot better. Having said all of that, I wish I had known about Trust and Will. Trustandwill.com is the easiest place to get all of these documents in order to make you feel safe, to know that if something, God forbid, were to happen to you, that you would have some security knowing that your things would be going to the right place that they should go. For 15 minutes... Uh, you can fill out a quiz. It takes 15 minutes online and it, you, it, it'll have a will or trust. It starts at $69. Um, 
Printing and shipping is included in that. Documents come in these folders to make sure you have them and you can keep them. Uh, All wills and trusts include a power of attorney, important health documents. You can go online and do all of this for a fraction of the price that you would pay a lawyer in person to do it. And it's all done professionally. It's all notarized and taken care of. It's very, very simple. If you need to take care of yourself, your family, your loved ones, and make sure that happens in all posterity, there's one way to do it. The best way is trust and will. It's very simple. If you go to trustandwill.com slash deck the hallmark, trustandwill.com slash deck the hallmark, you will automatically receive 10% off your purchase of a trust or will based estate plan. That's trustandwill.com slash deck the hallmark for 10% off. Do it today. Uh, guys, we're talking about loving Leia today. We have four segments to do that. We always start off with one that I think people wake up on Tuesday mornings looking forward to mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. they get to hear pandas. Hot take. take. Mm. It is a segment of the show where we talk about exactly how we felt about this movie. We do not hold back. We do not hold bards. Uh, we do everything. You bards. bards. Like, a, like a poet? No, or like a, you don't hold any of them. You don't hold them? Look, no. you Go wouldn't on. hold that bard. No, get out of here. Shakespeare? You no bard. You no, no, no. If you try to hold Shakespeare... I appreciate you know bards I, gonna come at some you hard. People, some people <laughs> might, it's a hard bard. Some people might hear this and think that you're making fun of a mistake I'm not. I made. No, 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 no that no, was no. on purpose. Yeah. No bards held. Uh, <laughs> Panda, what you think? So I realized something watching this movie about Hallmark Hall of Fame movies. Um, Hallmark Hall of Fame movies that in the past I've we've watched the Christmas ones those kind of things and I've always said hey they're they're a notch above they're great I, I enjoy watching the Hallmark Hall of Fame movies. There is a tremendous difference, however, from 2009 Hallmark Hall of Fame movies to the ones we are getting over the past few years. And I think that changed in 2010. Probably so. What I'm saying is qualitatively, this movie might not be as good as the one in 2005 from a cinematography or the scenery. The the scenery shots. Scenery scenery shots. Magic of Ordinary Days is the name you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. However, I absolutely love this movie it is my favorite hallmark movie i have seen to date across the board like just slap yeah. a sticker on it my favorite slap, one slap a sticker on it slap a sticker on it now the that's thing the about panda one. is that's why he says a sticker not like you know don't take it to the bank because you can peel that sticker right yeah. off at any point yeah no 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 you can slap a sticker because it could change how big of a sticker are we talking about like a big head or what are we it's oh like fat, it's a fat, fat head, head. What about a a fat seal? Head. would you put like your seal of approval on it as your number one can i scrape it off later if next no, week's no 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 that seal's got it's embossed no i'm sticking sticker yeah sticking sticker uh but i i love 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 this movie i thought the chemistry was great i thought that the plot was really interesting uh i, I for an hour 37 movie i thought the pacing was pretty good in this movie overall um Man, I, I just I, there's there's very little for me to pick apart on this movie. Really loved it. They got a lot of the we we had talked about this. Yes. A lot of the religious parts of this. Accurate. I have a few questions, but overall, like man, what a great movie. Uh, the lead, uh, the girl who plays Leia, is charming and endearing. Uh, I, I thought they had pretty good chemistry overall. Man, I just love this movie. Mm. Love it. Love, love, love. Brain, 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 guys. I'm bonkers goo goo over this. Yeah. <laughs> this movie's phenomenal. I agree with Panda in every regard, especially 
the pacing. This movie did not feel like an hour 37, mm-hmm. unlike the movie that we watched last week, which felt like two hours and 37. Yeah. Oh. Uh, this movie, it just kept going. And there was, there was just so much about this movie that it, it was just so charming, so delightful. Um, lot, the supporting cast was wonderful. The, the parent, the moms, I'll get to those later, but just fantastic. Um, and yeah, I thought the lead was great. The lead girl, um, Lauren she, Ambrose. she, she was, um, she was quirky, but not she didn't overstep Mm-mm. that quirk, which is which is uh, rarely done. Um, and so, just just a fantastic movie, a fantastic way to uh, to uh, close my week. And I closed up my week and watched this movie. It's just great across the board. Put a sticker on it. Put a sticker on it. Yeah, sticker, 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 sticker. S T I C K E R. Sticker. Hey, hey. <laughs> All right. Um. So yeah, you guys, you guys are right. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. Yeah. It, it, it's a good like. It's not necessarily for me, but from a Hallmark perspective, this is as good as they have. Like it really is as good as they have. I do have plenty of wait what's. There's plenty of things to pick apart. There's things that don't make any sense in this movie, but it has like bones to it. Mm-hmm. It has heart and soul. Lauren Ambrose is from a TV show on HBO called Six Feet Under. I was one of the few people that really did not like Six Feet Under. I just thought it was people that were fairly successful and white and rich complaining for no reason. I could not stand her. She was my least favorite character in Six Feet Under. And in this movie, I was like... Six feet from the end. And I'm thinking maybe six feet ain't so far down. Is Scott Stapp here? Thank you, he for, always, thank you for doing the thing always, with your ears. No, no, no. I, I wanted to make sure my Scott Stapp impression was on point. Can, it is, too. Uh, it's Can you better. take me higher? Yeah, that lick. It's That lick is never old. That should be all of our segments. The higher lick. It's time for the way what? Oh, yeah. Bring it. Uh, so yeah, Lauren Ambrose, who I could not stand in Six Feet Under, I thought she was great in this movie, like really, really great and charming. Um, the movie gives you feels. It's basically a a good romantic dramedy. Like it, it, it is not a, like yeah. it's. A, I mean, like I don't know what you want me to say. It's a. It clearly is better than anything we've watched yet. Yep. I know. I don't know how anyone would disagree with that statement. This mm-hmm. is better than anything we've watched. Yeah. Like from a stylistically, they put more time into it. The reason the pacing makes sense is because it takes 20 minutes to set up the problem, not three. Like yep. there are 20 minutes and you're like, time out. Are they going to like, oh, oh my gosh, they're going to do like it. T- they actually build characters. Yep. D- don't get me wrong. There's plenty of Hallmark movies. And I do feel like we catch in 2009, we catch Hallmark in a sweet spot, which is they're keeping hold of the cinematic integrity from 10 years ago, but they're starting to add this kind of goofy charm that is a trademark of all mm-hmm. Hallmark movies now. Mm-hmm. And so we catch them in this perfect moment where it's goofy, you roll your eyes some, but the actors are big time actors. They're they're charming, they're delightful, it's made well. And so, yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know what else to say about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Good answer, it's a good, good movie. Answer. If I wasn't, if I can't be honest about that, you shouldn't listen to the program. Yep. That's what I'm saying. There you go. I mean, it's, a, it's good. Yep. And he's not honest, like typically. No, <laughs> he's to very his, Listen to history or history. No, one of the more I'm honest. Based ones. upon history or history, I'm honest sixty-seven percent of the time. Yeah, well, that's that's. I'd I, like to think I'm honest hundred percent of the time, guys. Come on. Would you Would you say that he's honest? My mom listens to this program. I just want to be clear. Your yeah. son's a liar. <laughs> Yes, your son. Your son lets me down. So, because I said my mom was listening to the program, you went 
you both went with a weird. I don't Hello, know. mother. <laughs> mother, are you listening? <laughs> Good to see. You. Happy Mother's Day, late. Did Dan send you anything good, like a like a skylight frame? <laughs> Did he? No, not a skylight frame. Are you kidding me? I can't afford that. Not even with the coupon? <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. No, no, no. Totally affordable. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they're still with us or not, to be honest with you. But they could re-up. I, bl- I blame you for this. They could re-up. I blame you for this. They're not listening. We could have moved on. Sorry, Mom. Skylight frame. <laughs> God bless. Slash deck. <laughs> Uh, all the feels, should we? Yeah. Uh, like- feels to be had, feels to be found. Panda, what you got? Uh, there's, there's a lot in here. Uh, one of the, I'm going to pick an awkward moment, like one that made me feel like genuinely awkward. And it's when uh, her mom comes to visit uh, the home and they're having dinner. Yeah. That's, that is a great awkward scene. Like you could, like, it's hard to build genuine awkwardness in a lot of the the scenes like hallmark tries to do it now with Mm-mm. the meat cutes and yeah. it's never do you want to know why it's to awkward and i wrote this down it's uh, not awkward it's awkward because they don't put that dumb bouncy music, music in the, back in the background. background it was a it was they say that for the funeral yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. no yeah. no awkward bouncy yeah. like typically in today it's like all in on the awkward bouncy. Awkward times are here. Can you hear them? Uh, and <laughs> no, there, that that didn't happen. And so that that made yeah. it like it was it was sticky, and I liked it. Yep. Uh, when she gets into the swimming pool, also oh. for the first time, that is one of the more. Yeah, I, I wanted to, for the dinner scene. Yes. I chuckled aloud when he said, "She asked if you belong to a shul," and he says, "I belong to a gym." Thought it was funny. Oh, it is funny. There's multiple funny. Yeah, yeah. I go mean, back to the pool thing. Sorry. Yeah, when she climbs to the pool, like their whole relationship as it's starting to grow is adorable to me, and I was smiling the whole time. Like I know that sounds ridiculous, but like I just could. I had a goofy grin on my face the whole movie, and I hate that that's a reality, but it, it is. And I thought just the swim pool scene is a great exemplar of that. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the night's exemplar. I stand by what I just said. Awkward time. I really feel like that could just be exemplars a with panda. Exemplar. Hey, hey! I got an exemplar that's awkward and fun. Want to listen? <laughs> Name that. Uh, what's that sound coming to Patreon? Patreon. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't dig the swimming pool scene personally. I thought it was a little bit. It was weird. It was a little bit weird. Yeah. To I wasn't me. huge on the swimming pool. I thought. Scene I thought his he, he was a little creepy. Oh, he he is definitely. And the, the, he's the, staring when he weird. turns around yeah. and then does this right here. <laughs> that is disturbing. Yeah, yeah. Like that was Norman Bates vibe because they are not. Uh, you know that is. Uh, you know, he's they're not far along and uh, far enough along in the relationship. He with knows, an Orthodox Jewish person, yeah, he no. knows how big of a deal that is for her. Huge. Just, just respect her Come and on, turn man. around. Break, breaking out Doctor Flirt game over there. <laughs> <laughs> just, just turn around, doofus. One piece. <laughs> Um, that was that it. So, am I creepy for liking that? Yes. yes. <laughs> you good? Oh, Go. Oh. Um. <laughs> um, I love Michael Bublé, and I just want to make that abundantly clear. Yeah. If However, if no, if no, if there's Bublé, <laughs> I'm a big Bublé fan too. And it's just da da da. No, da, that was da, we, da, we can talk about it now. But they kiss, and as you said, da, they make da, da, out. Da, da. 
They make out hard. hard. Then they go to the next morning, and it's Hallmark, so they can't, for some reason, intimate that they had, you know, a more intimate night. Yeah. Instead, she's wearing his clothes, and it sounds like the beginning of a sitcom. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, how do we distract from the fact that we all know what happened, but we can't talk about it? Dude, these two guys. Buble is perfect for that because Buble is who you listen to the next day. You're like, okay, yes, I did, and it was great. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm actually with Bran on this one. I agree 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who hasn't turned on some boob? I mean, come on. Um, and I, and I want to uh, talk about the moms in this movie. Both of the moms have some great moments uh, with their kids. They both give great speeches. Uh, maybe it was just the fact that I watched it on Mother's Day and the moms were working for me. Um, there's a, the mom about the, his mom talking to him about not messing it up. Her mom, uh, saying, um, this is a great line. I'm only, a mother is only as happy as her saddest daughter. It's a great line. Great line for mom. Those mom speeches towards the end of the movie worked for me. Good moms. Happy mother's day mothers out there. I hope it was great for you. Um, I loved it. Um, yeah. Susie Essman, who plays Lauren Ambrose's mom. Susie Essman. So the only thing, I mean, I've seen Susie Espen's been in a bunch of stuff, but she's in Curb Your Enthusiasm, and in Curb Your Enthusiasm, she has the foulest mouth in the world. Like, that is her shtick. And so it was almost off-putting to watch her play a very sincere, religious, and, but she was great. She was wonderful. I've got two feels, both legit, one more lighthearted, one more serious. Um, the movies, guys, I, right now, I miss going to the movie theater. I miss going with my I've big friend I've considered breaking here. in and just sitting there, but even though there's nothing. Wrong. I have said this for years. Like the movie theater is like getting a massage for me. Like it's a cathartic experience. I don't care if the movie is bad. Like you go in, people are eating popcorn. You got your big drink. Everybody's kind of collectively doing something individually. And it's so wonderful to me. I love everything about the movie theater. She's in the movie theater early, uh, eating some gummies, smiling at the screen. It's kind of her little secret thing. I thought that was amazing. And then later all movie long, she talks about movies that only she's seen because she goes to these retro theaters, which I thought was so awesome. And then later in the movie, when they have to share the bed, she references the original Mm -hmm. bed sharing monogamous, uh, or bed sharing, uh, platonic scene in, in it happened one night. And that was awesome. That scene was great. It really worked for me. Is is it weird when I give you a massage in the theater? No, no, no. That's pretty normal. Okay. I mean, you, since you started, I didn't well, say anything when you started. That's why you like it and more I, than a massage because right. you get a massage yeah. plus a movie. Well, the first time you came in, went in the row behind and just, just started, started going yeah. to town on those shoulders. I was a little, but I didn't know what to say. And my silence basically just you, ended up ma- making it a thing that happened every yeah, time. Well, especially because it was during Fifty Shades of Grey, which was whoa, weird. It was weird. Whoa, it was whoa, a weird time to get a massage. Whoa. It was, and I, I wish I would have thought ahead. We are uh, trying to have to edit this podcast at this point. Like, what are you even I doing? I've done nothing wrong so far. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Everything's been above board so far. Put your buble on and hush it That's over exactly there. That's right. Oh, uh, I will. <laughs> so... <laughs> Just gonna have to be cut and paste all over. That was place. my weekend. <laughs> I don't know what you want. I don't know what you want. So you bring up Buble, I don't know what you want. Let's transition to my second feels, which is about religion. <laughs> sure, sure, uh, sure. So, like growing up, all three of us grew up in fairly conservative households, uh, religious households. Uh, my parents were wonderful, but I, you grow up around and you see a lot of people who cannot quite 
get the balance right between law and love, right? Mm -hmm. They either just totally lean in to following the rules. The rules are what save you. This is the only thing that matters. Follow all these rules and you'll be fine. And then you get people who are like, I'm just going to do whatever I want. I'm going to love whoever I want. And the people that who just want to follow rules and not like show any sort of emotion, unless you're following the rules, like those people tend to need someone to come along in their life that just loves them unconditionally. And what I love about this movie is, is that Orthodox Jewish people are incredibly like fastidious and, and faithful to the law and to the rules. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. My wife had a friend in grad school who was Orthodox Jewish and all those rules about covering your hair, everything all, all intact, not eating meat and cheese together, all these things. Very, very, you know, kosher. Uh, What's cool about this movie is, is that the lead, Lauren Ambrose, she starts to go away from some of the tradition, but she never loses her faith. Mm -hmm. And I found that to be really refreshing. It wasn't this all or nothing. I've got to either do all these things or I've got to live this life I want to live. It's I can live, I can be myself while understanding that my faith is still very important to me. And I thought they handled that incredibly. I was shocked when I saw the movie was going to be about Orthodox Judaism. I was like, this is going to be a disaster. And it wasn't her character mm -hmm. by the end has this perfect balance where she loves people unconditionally, but still like recognizes the importance of her faith. And I thought it was great. That was a big feel for me. Yeah. Good feel. Good feel. Good here to help. Um, we're going to go to the wait. What, but before we do, we got one more break. We'll be right back. Uh, and we're gonna have a good time. Aren't we? See boys? You, Are we Um, so this is, we are like, what, a month and a half into this thing sure. where we're just hanging out at home all the time. Yeah. And, uh, if you're like me, you've gone through, uh, seasons of just going crazy. You just mm -hmm. feel a little bit crazy. Um, and that is, that manifests itself differently for everybody. But one thing I can guarantee you is that we could all use somebody to talk to in the midst of this time. And that is where my friends over at BetterHelp, come in because you can talk to somebody about how you're feeling completely over the internet, which is a wonderful tool to have right now. We're doing all of our communication for the most part over the internet. Why not actually get some help over the internet as well? BetterHelp uh, has licensed um, therapists across all 50 states that are here to talk to you. Uh, there's four different types of communication. You could do it via text, chat, phone, or a video chat. Um, and you can start communicating uh, within 24 hours upon signing up. You can do it online. You can do it on an app. You can do uh, however you uh, want to do it, whatever is the most convenient for you. That's the beautiful part about uh, BetterHelp. You can get help and it's still convenient for you and it's affordable, um, especially because they are offering our listeners 10% off your first month by using the discount code Hallmark. You're going to get 10% off. Go to betterhelp.com slash Hallmark. Use that discount code Hallmark. You're going to get 10% off. Talk to somebody today. Don't just bottle it up. Talk to somebody and there's a million different ways you can do it thanks to BetterHelp. Betterhelp.com slash Hallmark. Do it today. Mm. We're back! Hey. Guys, it's time to talk about the wait. What? Oh, no way. Uh, yeah, I'm saying that's what I'm talking about. Uh, Panda, what you got, buddy? I'm surprised by how much Jake is really confident that his girlfriend, soon to be <laughs> fiance, is like going to be okay with yeah. this situation. Like He goes in like, oh, she's going to be fine. Why? I'm why? He, why? Kept, he kept being surprised. No. Yeah, he, he, the whole movie. No, Jamaica. Oh, I saw it. Yeah. What? I, I thought we were cool. <laughs> I bought you a necklace. The, the thing is, is that they try their best to make Carol 
a villain in this movie. They even named her Carol for crying out loud. And she just isn't a villain. No, she's not. Carol, aside from maybe jumping a little too quick in her next into her next relationship by taking a different guy to Jamaica the day she breaks up with someone. Aside from that, she is playing exactly how any normal person would play this. Yes. I I just I couldn't get on board with her being hateable. Like I was just like, I completely understand this situation. Like I don't know. That that was something. In 2009, he's still using a pager. Um, yeah. I just, the, in 09, I get that that was when they were starting to really be faded out. But that, that to me, like if you're part of a, a doctor, doctor, a major cell phones, cell phones pretty much ended pagers aside from for medical, aside for medical professionals. Okay. So medical, prof- like I can remember my wife being on call in 2010, 11 and still having a pager. Okay. Um, but I, cause I wrote that down too, that and maps. I wrote, I was like, it's 2009. Nine. Or, or yep, maps. Paper maps still a thing. Is that still a thing that we're. I was using GPS. It, well, it, by that it, point. It, it, yeah, it depend. It depended though. Like if you didn't want to spend money on a GPS, most people didn't have the data to do it on their phone. Yeah, so right, because data was being data, charged. Data was yeah. being charged, yeah. and so unlimited data is like relatively like yeah, for yeah. Uh, most people having unlimited is still like within the last few years. Hmm. So 2009, it was oh, you're right. crazy. The SAT teacher calls the SAT the mother of all tests. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's not uh, <laughs> the mother of all high school tests. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Like, there's so many, your GREs no. are more difficult. Uh, like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, there's a just, lot of tests that are going to be more difficult than the uh, SAT. It just, it's true. Yeah. Uh, how does Leah have money to buy groceries and other things? Are we assuming that he's given her any, but they never I, really established. I that. think that he got, she got all of her dead husband's money because okay. she says when she's applying to the college in Brooklyn, she says, he goes, and you're not applying for a student loan. She goes, no. And she hasn't told her mom. So clearly she's paying out of pocket for college in 2009. Yeah. So I think she's got money. Okay. Yeah. Two final things. Uh, first of all, as they're t- going on their date and she, is a little cold. All of a sudden, he just pulls out a scarf. Yeah, <laughs> like right. I just went like, <laughs> you know, I'm I mean, he just little... whips it out of his pocket. And this is like a elaborate, nice <laughs> scarf. Like, he's coming. Think about that. He's like, I'm not gonna wear this scarf, but doggone it, if I'm not gonna put it in my pocket, you never, you never know when that could come in handy for later. That's when, a when. big scarf. You know, you've walked around. out your door before and just been like, my neck's not currently cold, but what if it does? What if it does? What if my neck's not currently cold? But what if it does? <laughs> you know, I that's th- a terrible sentence. I, yes, grammatically. What if yes. it does cold? <laughs> what if my neck does cold? Oh no! <laughs> grammatically, yes, poor, but it got the point across. <laughs> uh, finally, and this, this, I'm open to criticism if this is sure, a real I thing love that. here. Thank Do you people for typically that. applaud at the end of of a? Uh, uh, service like they like they full on do like a applause. But it wasn't a normal service. It was the service for the twenty four hour thing. I don't know what it's called, but at the end of that, like I, my interpretation of that, and I don't have any background knowledge of it, but it, it was a, a overnight. It wasn't a normal just going to temple. Okay, okay. They, I thought they, it was just a normal a full, going to temple. It a, but it, it also seemed like um, uh, Ricky Lake was new to the rabbi game, almost like he handed, like yeah, he was yeah, almost yeah. like a passing off. Yeah, yeah. And, and they didn't say that, no. but that's just kind of how I took it. Like yeah. it was kind of a ceremonial. The fact that we've not mentioned Ricky Lake as a rabbi in this movie, <laughs> I think, shows you how good the movie was because normally that's front that would have been all over your yeah. synopsis yeah that is true uh final thing where did the pool table go 
Like what's that, <laughs> let's is, try that, again. that is the million dollar question. What's great is is that there's the scene where the the closet opens up and the pool stuff and the, is still there. The pool sticks and pool balls fall out. Are we to assume that there's a table? <laughs> well, back and there? they and she <laughs> says, "Hey, we can get the pool table back out." Yeah, well, where did you where did you put it? That's not what things are massive. Away. <laughs> like, I oh just, my goodness, it makes no sense to me. Mm. That's what the second floor is for. <laughs> <laughs> I don't rent the second floor, but he's going to keep my pool he's table keep for now. <laughs> um, I have a few things as well. At the beginning of this movie, um, he's talking to Carol about his brother, and he's and she he says. He's a rabbi, a religious. Yeah, rabbi. I got that one down. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I should hope so. of the rabbis, <laughs> this one's religious. <laughs> um, I think it is unbelievably reckless of her, and I know uh, she maybe just got some money, but to go t- to a movie theater in New York City, pay New York City theater prices, and leave early is just reckless. You don't do <laughs> See, it. But if you're if you're gonna go to the movies in New York, you better you better be in for but it. She had clearly, a movie pass. It's clearly something. <laughs> it's clearly something she does all the time. Yeah, and she's not. She was watching Moonstruck with Cher. The movie at that point was twenty two years old. She's not watching a new movie. She's, she's probably seen it before. She just. She just enjoys going to the movies. Um, I got not. You're, I, you're wrong on that one. Uh, <laughs> she's reckless. Um, I want to say, ask this question without being offensive because this is a genuine oh question. Boy. We're, we genuine need Shapiro question. on the line. This is genu- uh, Shapiro. Um, was I the only one who was having a difficult time keeping up with the wig situation? Yes. Okay. Yes. Because why? Why was there multiple wigs? She had a long hair wig and a short hair wig. Is that is that normal? I, I mean, I assume if she wanted to wear long hair and wear her hair down or have it appear that way, she would have a long. hair I wig. couldn't tell which one was which. They looked the same to me. She never wore the long hair wig. The long hair wig was always hanging up. And then he says, "I really like you with long hair." looking at because he saw the wig and instead of wearing the long hair wig which she looks at as she's getting dressed for the big dinner party she instead decides to wear her own hair down interesting okay yeah i just i didn't yeah i I, I did i I struggled a little bit with that but i i pieced it together i thought that the when uh when i want to hear what you thought was going on no i didn't realize that we had not seen her hair yeah until the end of the movie like i thought when she was at home what's great is her hair was down Man, this movie, to begin the movie, when they first show up at the funeral, I'm like, this movie isn't real Orthodox, showing real Orthodox Judaism because she she's not wearing a wig. She wouldn't be showing her hair like this. And she's just wearing her hair. And then they say it's a wig. I'm like, okay, movie. I get you. Yeah, I don't, I, I just, uh, I didn't, I, I, I was having a harder time than I think yeah. it, uh, I needed yeah. to. It was uh, not a great wig. Like, no. Once you see it, you can't unsee <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. But, but it was also, uh, I don't know, she didn't look bad with the wig on. No. And so, but is that, is that the, is that the, the point to not look, to, to look, just look past? You're not them? supposed to look, you're not supposed to look, uh, I don't know if attractive is the right word. You're not supposed to be showing your outer beauty to anyone hmm. but your husband. Interesting. Well, that's what I would assume the, uh, the, the, the scarf would be like that, which that she wears at the end. I don't I, I, I just don't know enough about the situation. The scarf was kind of this great compromise, I thought. Like, I felt like she was trying to cover up yeah. her head for her mom's sake, but still wearing her hair like she would because that's who she is. Um, I've never understood tablecloths covering up brand new tables that you bought. <laughs> I just feel like if you're... <laughs> 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 
if, I just feel like if you are going to go and shop for tables, they get to this table, they're like, this is a nice table. And you just cover a whole sucker up with a big old white boy. It's just, it's just I don't know why you do it. It's a very nice table. Okay. It was a, ve- <laughs> it was a very, very nice, nice table. It's a nice table, Brian. Yeah. Um, so I, the scene where he's, you know, does the separation of with the pillows, right? Here's what I would have done personally. Yeah, because the, the comfy pillows are the separated. The pillows are the, comfy separators. Pillows yeah, are the yeah. separated. And then he's using a throw pillow to oh, sleep. You know I love a good pillow. That you, bothered me. That yep. You don't do that. You got two perfectly good throw pillows that are meant to do whatever you're doing there. Just use those and then use your regular That's pillow. Point, I wouldn't be able to sleep. I wouldn't have been able to do it. Um, why does Leia's mom have a rabbi driving her around D.C.? She, did you guys notice this? Huh? She gets in. She gets out of the car and a, and a, and a rabbi... Opens up the back door for her, pops out, just I driving, not see driving around. I, I wanted. That's I, why? 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 Um, and then uh, last uh, but not least, and I want to show you guys this. Um, they sh- they walk into the party, and there's a guy on the right, and his lips are moving so fast. And I <laughs> and I have video evidence for you guys. We're talking about this guy right here. Okay, okay? we're talking about this guy. Do you, really see, going. do you see how fast he's going yeah, there? He's getting the, he's, Boy, he's, he's really saying He's explaining words. something medical, I think. Yeah, he's explaining something medical. And I, it, like, it just caught me off guard. He was really going to town. And then last but not least. No, never mind. Go ahead. Um, I've got a bunch, and you guys took a bunch, which is great. We did the it. The rabbi one. He's a religious one was my favorite line yeah, of this movie. Yeah. I was like, oh boy, my rabbi's yeah. not here again this week. He's at home on a beanbag chair playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Like, what is he like? To be fair, I would attend yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That rabbi is awesome. Shabbat Sha'ali. Uh, we've offended everyone now. We've done it. Okay, um, so before the rabbi scene, right before it, Carol and Jake are walking by a wedding party, and she says, that's a lot of bridesmaids. And she follows it up with, don't worry, I'm only going to have eight. Here's the thing. There are ten bridesmaids up there, which she comments, and it didn't look. My wife had four bridesmaids. That was plenty. She comments that ten is a lot, and she's like, don't worry, Jake, I'm really low maintenance. Just eight for me. I think it was a funny boy. No, it wasn't because they. She, he went back later and said, eight bridesmaids. He's like, yeah, it's my. It's a family thing. It wasn't a joke. I don't know. Oof. I it wasn't it, a joke. I thought it was a joke. No, it wasn't. I promise it wasn't. Um, he promises. He Natasha Leone is briefly. As long as the script writer that's promises. Right. Uh, <laughs> Natasha Leone is briefly in this movie, I believe, as the sister, and she's pregnant. She's got three other kids. Sure. She's in a great Netflix show called Russian Doll. It's really weird and interesting. If you like weird, weird, dark comic stuff, you should check it out. Um, she comes in to talk with uh, Lauren Ambrose's character, and she goes, I saved us the last three donuts. And then she promptly brings out two donuts. And I, like, it just bothered me. She, why, why? Like, how can we not edit that together better? I saved us the last three donuts. Here are the two donuts. I don't, I, it bothered me. I'm sorry. Mm, uh, well, this guy acts as though he's never had a scrambled egg in his life. <laughs> and I look, look, I'm not a big eggs guy, but scrambled eggs are the base level of eggs. They're pretty much just whatever you season them with. It's texture and eggs. It's, it's for people that are picky, like the brand brand, right? It's not over easy. Oh, you cooked it just right. These are scrambled eggs. He tastes them like he's at a five-star 
Talking about you scrambled these eggs? Oh my! Oh, oh my gosh! It must have been the seasoning. I, I mean, they didn't even look like they had any salt and pepper on them, and he just was blown away. And that is the the worst part about that is is that's the establishment that she's a great cook. She makes a mean scrambled egg. I can make maybe five things. Five. Name them. I can scramble an egg. Okay. What else? Yeah. Um, I mean, I can, I can make pasta, boil it in the, Good for in the you water. make a mean steak steak. I can do uh-huh. yeah, steak. I can do, I can do burgers. Yeah. Um, I can do anything that requires just sauteing in a pan. So like mm. chicken or yeah. beef or whatever. That's pretty much it. I make a good grilled cheese. You've told me this. Yeah. My wife's grilled cheese is amazing. I don't know what she we does. We should have a grilled cheese. Off. We should have a grilled cheese. Off. I like it. No, I like it. As long as I get to eat both grilled cheeses. Yeah. I think I win. Uh, winner gets a lit. Gets a lid. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. No, I'll do that all day. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. I didn't hear a lid. I don't know what you're talking about. I, I no heard. one says that anymore. <laughs> like maybe in 2004, with when Samuel L. Jackson was wearing the Kangles, people were like, yeah. "Nice lid." Yeah, but I nobody calls hats lids anymore. I heard a lick and got very uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Is it too <laughs> early to get out of this competition? So I'm gonna lick either you or my wife. That's right. Depending on the yeah. winner. Yeah. Wow, I think my wife's probably out too. Cue uh, up that, cue up that buble. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> took us two years. We made it to PG. <laughs> um, still not, okay. still not getting that either. Uh, I did love that the lifeguard that's closing the pool down had to whistle him down mid lap. I thought that was great. Like the guy just finished a lap. He's about to finish another one. It takes thirty seconds, and she's like, "Bat, you." We're closing. Yeah, and, then, and then he just says, give but, me five more minutes. But yeah, he's like, no, I run this gym. But, but better than that, what is he, like, if you told someone who's swimming in the middle of the pool, hey, no more swimming. You got to get out and go change. What are they going to do? Swim back to the edge. That's what they're going to do. Just wait till he gets to the edge. He's got to swim it anyway. And I'm thinking. Is that it? That's it. No, no, no I got more. Oh, go I ahead. Um, uh, he when she they have to share the bedroom. She comes in and closes the door. He quickly like hurries to turn off sports on TV. And the sports announcer, I rewound it twice and couldn't quite get it, but he says something to the effect of and puts it up. He's one for three. <laughs> and I I think I think he said and he puts it up. He's one for three, which I think <laughs> is basketball. But if it's anything else, it could be baseball. And I just, it was a weird. It's also a weird thing like, to set, like when someone's shooting a basket. They don't oh, go, he sure said he's currently one for three. <laughs> would never happen. Make that one for four. He, he didn't make it. He would never, like, and the thing is, is they're like, Johnny, we need some sports audio. Nobody's going to lo- know the difference. And it was just very quick. Like, please don't know that I'm watching sports. I'll say this. One of the fun things mm. about a Roku is you can uh, use headphones yeah. to watch the movie. And that's what I did last night because my wife was trying to sleep. And um, the background audio, if you ever get a oh. chance to watch a movie with headphones on, this is the type of movie to do it because the background oh, audio is bonkers. just wacky new new. It's great. He, he travels for the Declaration of Love from D.C. to Brooklyn. That's not a short trip. Stays in the scrubs. And clearly he drove, which was not. Neither here nor there. But I don't want no scraps. My big one. Once again, Hallmark, we don't know how to math. And I don't know how to, else to tell you this. This is bad. He sits down to help her study for the SAT. And she goes, I'm having real trouble with this. And he goes, all right. So he reads the math problem out loud. Oh, this is bad. He says, Kate eats two-fifths of the pie mm-hmm. and puts it back in the fridge. And the next day she takes it out and eats two-fifths more of the pie. Right. How much of the pie is left? Now, first of all, if that's on the SAT, we're graduating a bunch of dummy, dumb, dumb, dumbs. First of all. <laughs> Second of all, 
anyone with a just an elementary grasp of fractions knows if there are five parts and they've done two and two, two plus two is four, they've done four of the five, there's one-fifth left. I don't think. Oh that my that, gosh! Thank God that's the answer. Because when they started to explain it, I yeah. was like, "Wow!" I was baffled. I'm so bad at <laughs> yeah. math. I was like, "Well, I guess that's right," but I didn't know how they got it. The best part is, is that his instruction to her is just just find the lowest common denominator. <laughs> Which? All right, you're a doctor. The lowest common denominator is the only denominator for five. That's it. <laughs> it doesn't go any lower than that. It doesn't, he, she didn't ask me to find the greatest common factor. The low, the denominator is already as low as it can be. Fifths. You cannot lower it from fifths. What is going on, Hallmark? What that was, was the, the answer d- they got? Nine twenty-fifths. And how? I don't know what in the world when they're they, talking when about. They, when it's they started one, doing the math, I was like, Man, I thought it was one. Like, yeah, and I thought it was one. And that is really saying something because clearly fractions one just scare me. And it's so I was like, one, one fifth. fifth. And then they started to explain. It. I, I was, was like, like, maybe twenty percent. <laughs> like, are we trying to like, <laughs> like what do you what do you want from me? Mm, <laughs> I am so happy, brother. I was afraid to I bring it up. I was scared too because I was just like, well, I guess. Well, I missed I I some re- stuff yesterday. We five to five. We carried five. You carried a number. Five of that left, and we got five more. I don't know fifths. I, like, 925. <laughs> it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. That's all I got. Um, I hope, man, like if you're a math boy or girl out there and you want to email us, like maybe they got it right somehow. Maybe. I don't know. I, I can't figure out a way that. They you know, got. I mean, they, it, here's the only way they could have got, gotten it right. And if there's math teachers listening, they probably have already thought of this. They could have. What they meant is not what he read. They could have meant that she eats two fifths of the remainder. So like if she eats two fifths, then there's three-fifths left, and then she eats two-fifths of that 100%, which was three-fifths. Does that make sense? Yes. Does that come out to nine-twenty-fifths? Uh, I'd, I'd have to actually do the math on that. And it, you would need a, a common denominator. You would have to go up to 25. But they didn't say that in the movie. They didn't say she eats two-fifths no. of... The, they, they, didn't do, they didn't do all that. She just eats two-fifths more is all they yeah, said. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, the problem. Yeah, okay. So maybe it's just screenwriting was maybe, bad. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Math's fun, though, isn't it? One fifth. It's wild. Um, guys, it's time to talk about the What the Hallmark is part of the show where we kind of wonder what uh, could have been, what maybe happened, give some clarity to the questions that we still <laughs> have. Panda? Um, I, have, I have questions about, I think, the SAT. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. And this this is this is for me personally, and I really do want to know: Is there at one point after she reads her scores aloud, her sister Natasha, yeah, says she passed mm. the SAT? I was under the impression that the SAT was not something you could pass or fail. You could get a good or a bad score on, but it's not such a thing as you failing can, the SAT. I think it was is a matter there, of getting the score you needed to get into college. I think that's what. But was. I mean, but you, there is no passing score for the SAT. You're 100 percent right. Okay, but there I are just, requirements from an admission standpoint. And did she determine where she was planning on going? Yeah, which was, was my follow up. She wa- walked with uh, her mom down to the school and said, "This is where I'm going to go to school. It's right down the street from the house. It works out perfect." We didn't hear the name of the school. Okay. Was it Georgetown? Because that's where they live. Probably Georgetown then. Then that's a serious SAT score. It was, probably, ni- it yeah. was 1920 is what which, they said. Which isn't. Which is oh, a. With the old school. With the 2400. Yeah. 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 Which, which is fine. Bad, it's, I don't know if that's Georgetown worthy. Maybe it is. I don't know. Uh, Johnny George, give us a call. Actually, that's about the equivalent of a 1200, right? 
I googled it, and they have a, a whole thing. I yeah. don't remember what the. What it, the it wasn't. The it wasn't was. a bad score. A six hundred math is is fine. Yeah, uh, it's not. Yeah, I I was. It just leads me down. To what were her other parts of her that, score? 1920 is better than a 1200 on a, on a 1600. And 1200 in 2009, 1200 would have gotten you into Georgetown. You think so? Yes. So a 1920 is solid. Yeah. But I, don't, I mean, still, to say it's, she passed is weird. Okay. It says um, the, new, the new SAT score is, would be a 1360. For a 19, 1920? Maybe the writing section scored differently. I was just using the writing. The writing is scored okay. a little bit different. Uh, but boy, that is a, that's a really yeah, solid yeah. score. Thirteen. Good for her. She did it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well done. Yeah. That's out of that's out of sixteen hundred. Man, right? I got a I got a I got a moron score on mine. I was bad. bad the SAT bad. wasn't where you you excelled, and that's okay. Uh, it, it's not. It's not my strength. Brain, you got to what the homework? Um, I do. In fact, I want to know uh, the history of. Her mom, right? Okay. So her mom, we never see a dad. No. We never, I don't know what his history is. And she's a very interesting woman, very devout. They live in the, the, the complex that, that she lives in, that her mom lives in, is where the rabbi, where the rabbi, is that house, that's housing from the, uh, the congregation or whatever, right? I don't because think she everybody. has to move out. So oh, it's, it's yeah, housing that's provided. That's so, and the mom lives upstairs. Is that whole complex uh, just Orthodox Jews? Uh, Orthodox Jews? Yeah, is it I just is it just housing from the church? So, lot, lots of questions that I that I just have about her mom yeah. and kind of her story. Yeah. Uh, let's just can we talk Jamaica for a second or two? Yeah. Uh, uh, first of all, the Jamaica. Ooh, I wanna take you to Bermuda, Bahama. Come on, pretty mama. Key Largo, Montego. Baby, why don't we go down the Cocoa? You get that fast and take it slow. All right. Uh, that's so, where she wants to go. So, first of all, the, he sees a Jamaica commercial that's supposed to make him mm-hmm. upset that he's missing Jamaica. <laughs> but this commercial is just a silhouette of two people kissing. You don't see the blue beaches. You, the, I mean, the blue ocean, the, the white sand beaches. You don't see any of that. You just have the guy, one of the guys from Cool Runnings, over-voicing <laughs> two people kissing and going, Jamaica, yeah, man. Like, that's it. <laughs> if you were trying to get people to visit Jamaica, wouldn't you show Jamaica? Like, that's a terrible commercial. Be better. But... More importantly, I just need to unpack the timeline of this Jamaica trip mm-hmm. because this is, this is how this happens, all in one day. And they are very clear this all happens in one day. So in the morning, he's about to leave for work, and he goes, hey, FYI, tomorrow I'm leaving for Jamaica with Carol. I'm going to be gone till Wednesday or something like that. Right. Everybody with me? Yep. And she goes, okay, but she's disappointed as soon as she leaves because she's falling in love with him. And so then he goes to work. So he is doctoring. This is the day he said blah, blah, blah. He gets a call at work from Leia. And the call is, my mom's coming into town, freak out. So he leaves work. He leaves doctoring, which is a very serious job, and I think he's a surgeon. He leaves, and he got cardiovascular something. He can't just leave, but he does. And he goes shopping with her all day. And then he goes back to work. Same day. Mm-hmm. So my man is working, mm-hmm. leaves work, goes and does the shopping, goes home, Goes back to work. It's that fellowship life, baby. That's right. And then he talks to the girl while he's at work, and he basically says, uh, "You know, I, I, you know, we're going to Jamaica. Blah blah blah." She hasn't. 
But my problem is, is that before then, he told Carol that they would go to Jamaica after Leia moved out of the house. So the timeline of this Jamaica trip just doesn't make any sense to me. And how in one day we could get home, go to work, go shopping, go back to work, decide to break up with your girlfriend, pick up uh, mom at the, at the airport or the train station or wherever that was. And then Carol decides late in the day, because this is he's already back. They're leaving for Jamaica tomorrow morning, less than 12 hours before Jamaica departure. And Carol decides, I'm taking another dude with me. Yeah. To Jamaica. Right. I just don't understand how all that can happen in one day. I want to know the timeline. Did she buy the tickets? Remember, he said he planned the whole thing. Yeah. He bought him and played it. It doesn't make any sense. Well, it would you, make sense to you if you understood that he was using a monk manual to schedule yeah. out his day. Uh, and that's, that's also what I've been using to plan my... It's simple math, too. Yeah. So you have two-fifths of a trip, <laughs> and you get another two. It's one-fifth. You have one more well, person. So coming you bring, you two bring and two-fifths. One more person. You have a full party. Yeah. Full, you get it. You understand. You know. Mm. I think um, we did it. We did it, everybody. Congratulations. Hey. Um, we have time. Uh, we have just enough time. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, we, <laughs> I don't know what would happen if we went over an hour. But <laughs> you don't want to find out. <laughs> um, it's time for the patron of the week. Patron of the week. Everybody wants it. It's your patron. It's my patron. Patron, patron of the week. week. Um, and boy, oh boy, is this one a doozy. Panda, you called me on the way over to the office today, and you're like, you're yeah. not going to believe well, And it's this mainly thing. because I'm not sure what to think about yeah, this one, Brand. Sure. And and we are, we're going to have some questions about yeah. this one, unless like some of the other ones have been really fleshed out. Yes. Uh, this is one where I, I have questions. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're gonna, who, um, who do we have, Dan? And I'm looking forward to you stumping me here because this is James and Donna Thompson. Right. Who are my parents. Right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and They're it's weird. Because, patrons? Yeah. Well, wow. James and Donna, listen, I called them the other day, as I, I tend to do. Uh, <laughs> and I said, hey, James, Donna, what's going on in your life these days? And they responded. They said, listen, wow. We're having fun in our, our older age, we're, 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 but we're really looking right. to bring something big to the table. Sure. Uh, and I said, well, what's your big idea? And they said, we're starting a company, okay. as they tend to do, called Not Today. Not Today. Okay. All uh, right. Now, I'm a little confused about it, Okay. Though. All right. Basically, you go into the shop mm-hmm. and you ask them, you, you, you ask them pretty much anything. Should I do X today? And they'll let you know. Not today. To, not today. Are they going to give you a different day to do it, or is it always not today? Well, sometimes it's maybe tomorrow. Okay. So do they How ever... How is that different than But that? is this just advice, or do they Oh, it actually, is life advice. Absolutely. And so no matter what they ask, even if it's like, hey, I broke my leg, it's still broken, mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. you can see, Yes. should I go to the doctor? They will never, ever say, yes, do it today. I, I won't say never, but it, it's a it's a real. So why is it called not today? Because sometimes it's not today, but sometimes it is today. But sometimes it's tomorrow. Feels like today. Sometimes it's tomorrow. Flats, I didn't say right? it's a good idea. Can I ask you this? That's why I was confused. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here's a question I have: um, What is the difference between not today and sometimes tomorrow? Maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. What is the difference? Uh, well. Sometimes it's no. not tomorrow either. But that's why you said maybe tomorrow. But maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow and not today are the same Either thing. way, it's not today. Not today implies that it could. Not today implies it could be yeah. tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow and not today say the same thing. That's not what your dad told me. So, okay. All right. Uh, okay. I'm just going based okay. off of what James told me. And James. His name's Jay. He hasn't gone by James in a million years. Well, listen, I, what I told you, I said, James, also known as Jay, yeah. listen to me. <laughs> I said, it's the same thing both times. Uh-huh. Uh, and he said, no, no. And I got to go based off of what Jay told me. Yeah. 
Wow. Mom, dad, you've had better on, ideas. Get them on the line if you can. I'm can't. not going to do no? it. No? Not today? Want, no, not today. Not, I, I'd like Maybe to tomorrow. hear. They got the idea from you because you're always telling people not today. Yeah, I don't think that any of that's true. No, that is accurate. I, that, that's, right. I've been for, trying to get you, you to play. Jay, I have the, been trying to get you to play Scrabble with me for years. And I say not you today. You keep saying but not today. You keep saying maybe tomorrow. You don't even have proper grammar when you speak. That's I, right. I can't play. But I'm a baller Scrabble player. I don't believe that. I'm a he baller. Is, he is so good. I bet good. you a cap. I bet you a lid. A lid? <laughs> I, bet I bet you one lid. <laughs> I bet you one lid, two legs. All right, guys. Are we ready to get me done? Yeah, we, we are. We did it. Yeah. Um, guys, thank you so much for listening. We're going to be back on Thursday with another fun interview. But until then, may we be the first to wish you Merry Christmas. Deck the Hallmark is a Bramble Jam podcast. It's presented by Friendly TV and recorded live in Greenville, South Carolina at the Bramble Jam Podcast Network Studios. It's produced by Brandon Gray. You can find out more information at deckthehallmark.com.